Father, I thank you for this day and this time together. Thank you, Lord, for this privilege, God, Lord, and this honor, dear Lord God. I thank you, Lord, for being real good to me, Lord, throughout my day. I thank you, Lord, for allowing me this privilege one more time. Lord, to stand, Lord, behind, Lord, this pulpit, Lord, and proclaim what thus saith the Word of God. I ask you just a few minutes, would you touch me? Or would you give me that holy unction, Lord, that a man cannot preach without? God, we'll love and honor and we'll praise who you are and what you're doing. For it's in your blessed, holy, and humbly name, we do humbly pray. Amen and amen. By the help of the Lord, just a few minutes tonight, I want to preach on the blessing of Onesimus' letter. The blessing of Onesimus' letter. Onesimus had a letter that didn't even have a chapter in it. Onesimus only had just a few verses, 25 verses he had. But I'm glad to report to you tonight I got more than just a 25-verse letter. I'm glad to report to you tonight that I got 66 books found in this Bible. And I want you to know tonight I appreciate my letter. I understand that my letter is different than his. But I'm glad to report to you tonight that I have a letter from the Lord. I'm interested tonight in this letter that Onesimus had and what would make it so precious. I believe when Onesimus was given that letter from Paul, I believe Onesimus looked at that letter, probably opened it up and began to read it. And read read, read over there where it says, if he owes you anything, put it on my account. I believe he probably read over there when it said something like this. He said he was unprofitable to you a few days ago, but now he's profitable. I believe it said something like this. Don't just receive him as a partner but in the flesh, but receive him as a brother. I believe Onesimus folded that little old letter up, knowing he's got to head back to Philemon and go talk to Philemon. I believe he took that little old letter and folded up real good and took real good care of that letter because he knew it won't be long. I've got to go face a man that's got the right to take my life. And this letter... Thank God it's going to determine what He does to me, whether I live or whether I die. Can I tell you tonight, I'm glad I hold a copy of the infallible Word of God. I'm glad I hold a copy tonight of the precious Bible. Thank God the Holy Bible, a word from the Lord. As they know just a word about Him, this is, this is Him. Somebody once said, can we find Him in every chapter? An older preacher stepped up and said, I got one better than that. We can't just find him on, on in every chapter. He said, we can find him in every book. But not only can we find him in every book, he said, we can find him in every page. I don't care where you turn this Bible to tonight. Thank God it's all about the Lord. Thank God this Bible tonight, neighbor, is one that exalts him highly and lifts up the Lord. Thank God I love this Bible, don't you? Thank God I appreciate my blessed Bible. 
I found out over yonder in the book of, 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 of Psalms or Samuel. The Bible said that the word of the Lord was precious in those days. In the days of dark, uh, dark spiritual darkness. He said the Bible was precious. Can I tell you tonight? In the day of spiritual darkness. When wickedness is at an all time high. When wickedness is a going rapid like a, like a rampage. I'm glad this Bible that I hold in my hand. Thank God is a precious book. And more precious as the days go by. Amen. The more I see the wicked days approaching. The more I love this Bible. Amen. I never found it to be a lie. I've never taught it to tell me something that wasn't true. I have a copy of the precious Word of God. David said this. It's a light unto my pathway. Never in a lamp unto my feet. And a light unto my pathway. And I'll tuck it away in my heart. That I might not sin against the Lord. David said I'll hide it in my heart. That I might not sin against the Lord. You say what's Onesimus liking to love this letter so greatly? It's precious to him. Can I tell you to the world? To the world it's foolish. To the world that's never had the light turned on, it's just words on pages. But thank God to the child of God. Thank God it's more, thank God, than the People's Magazine. I remember a time when my grandpa said, don't put nothing on my Bible. Y'all remember them days when you'd lay that Bible down? Boy, you better not put nothing on top of it. If you did, my grandpa would go pull it out and put, make sure that Bible stayed on the top. He honored this Bible. Amen. It ain't a book to keep in the car from Sunday to Sunday. It ain't a book, thank God, to throw here and yonder. But it's God's holy word. Amen. It's a precious book. He said, my letter's precious. He said, hey... This letter is precious to me. Because it's going to tell Fleeman all about me. It's going to tell Fleeman what happened to me. And I'm going to hold it precious. I wonder what would make it so precious. It might be precious because it wasn't nothing. It was all facts. I don't know if you can read tonight the book of Philemon. But if you'll read down through there, you'll find nothing but facts. There ain't a lie in it. There's not a lie in that book. There's not a lie. Paul hasn't written a lie. Paul's told the truth. He said, hey, I wrote it with my own hand. He said, they they hadn't been no inserts made by nobody else. Amen. He said, they hadn't. Amen. He said they hadn't been, amen. He said they hadn't been nobody insert nothing else into it. Amen. Would we just learn to take it at his word? Amen. Quit trying to insert it. Take him at his word. Amen. Paul said, hey, I'll tell you about this Bible. This book is facts. I haven't inserted nothing. Nobody's added nothing to it. Nobody's put nothing in it. He said this a, a book of facts. Can I tell you tonight? I don't have a book about truth. I got a book that is truth. Amen. Hold on a minute. Amen. This ain't a book about facts. This is facts. Amen. Search it up one side and down the other. You'll walk away and say, I find no fault in it. Amen. If you can find fault in my Bible, you can find fault in my God. Amen. But I'm glad to tell you, there ain't no fault in the Bible. Amen. Thank God. Amen. There's no fault in this blessed book. Amen. It's my lifeline. It's 
all I have. I ain't got all I have. It's in this blessed book, the Word of God. Amen. Amen. He said, I tell you what, it's precious because, Fleeman, why are you holding that letter so tied up to you? Peter, Fleeman, or Onesimus, why are you, why are you nussing that, that letter like it's gold? He said, because it's all facts. Everything in here is facts. Everything in here is truth. Everything in here is facts. This world says this. Onesimus, you owe a debt. Onesimus said, uh-uh. Facts says I don't. <laughs> Onesimus, you wait you get back to where Philemon's at. He's going to kill you. That ain't what facts says. Amen. Thank be unto God. You say, preacher, God ain't coming back. I got facts. And facts says one blessed morning. Thank God one golden morning daybreak. He that is to come will come. Amen. Facts says, thank God you're too, you're too wicked to get born again. But favor, facts says, come unto me. All ye that labor in heaven, I'll give you rest. Amen. Thank God for facts. Amen. Glory be to God. How long has it been since we shouted over a Bible? Amen. I ain't talking about the, the King James translator. I'm talking about a Bible. Amen. This blessed old book. Amen. It's a book about facts. Paul Fleeman, you're in trouble. I done heard, oh, or no, Nesimus, you're in trouble. I done heard Fleeman talking. He's looking for you. That ain't what facts tells me. Facts tell me going to receive me like a brother. <laughs> Philemon, you wait, you go back as a servant. That ain't what facts says. Facts says I'm going to be a partner. <laughs> I left, I left with a little change in my pocket. I'm going back on and have the farm. Amen. How you know? Facts says I am. Amen. Thank be unto God. You can look at me and say we don't believe you know to God. You can talk all day long. I've done red facts. Amen. And facts says I belong to Him. Amen. Amen. Facts says. You know something about facts? It settles doubt. <laughs> Facts will settle doubt. You'll get it in a minute. Facts settles doubt. If you don't believe it, you go down yonder and run a red light at that camera and hit that man. Watch him say, get out of that car and say, he run that red light. All of a sudden they'll say, well, let's go to facts. That camera says, you're the man. <laughs> Can I tell you something tonight? Over yonder on that starry night, Philemon's just laying there. Doubt comes up beside him and says something like this. You ain't really going to be a partner. What happened to you when you run into Paul? was a bunch of motions anyway. You see what's happened, don't you? 
feelings is gone. Uh-oh. Now he ain't got nothing to know he's saved. <laughs> now he don't have nothing to say, yeah, you're born again. <laughs> but he's got a letter. <laughs> Wait a minute, devil. Let me tell you what fact says. <laughs> fact says that I was one day unprofitable. But fact says now I'm profitable. Can I tell you what facts will do? It'll settle the doubt. You know why a lot of people can't settle doubt? They're trying to settle it in feelings. Feelings will never settle doubt. But facts are settle it every time. Amen. And you know something else about facts? It don't ever change. That's amazing. Two thousands a year ago, Paul wrote a letter. And it still reads the same way today. <laughs> You'll get it in a minute. Two thousand a year ago, God, Paul wrote a letter. And you know what? It's still word for word. Why? Because facts don't never change. How many members that day when you nailed your salvation, salvation down by facts? That's the only way you'll ever nail it down, by the way. Faith in facts is the only way you'll ever nail it down. Remember that day you nailed it down? I don't know what verse it took to nail it down with, but I know one thing, it still reads the same. <laughs> it ain't changed. You know, how about this one? All that come unto me, all the Father that giveth me shall come unto me. And all that come unto me, I would no wise, no wise cast out. Amen. No wise cast out. I'll never, you'll never be all plucked out of my hand. You remember that? Guess what? It's still in here. <laughs> Guess what? All that call on me shall be saved. Guess what? That's still in here. <laughs> all them verses that you and I I've looked at it for years. It's facts, and facts never changes. I'd probably say it was precious because of the comfort that he got from it. There ain't nobody, there ain't no Bible will comfort you like it's a will. Stay with me a minute. There ain't no Bible ever comfort a man like it's a will. Jeff, you remember our grandpa was a sop drunk. One night in a free will Baptist church, don't let that choke you. In a free will Baptist church, the Holy Ghost come in and saved my drunken grandpa. Matter of fact, he's got a daughter here tonight and two sons here. He saved my drunken, he saved your drunken daddy. Ricky saved that old drunk daddy that you prayed for for many, many days. Y'all remember praying for him? One day God saved their daddy, an old drunk, a wife beater. One day he walked in a Baptist church and God saved him. He wasn't no drunk no more. AAA, many, many times they couldn't fix him. But one trip to an old-fashioned altar fixed an old drunk. And he couldn't, he, but he couldn't read. And he had a little blue Toyota pickup truck that me and Jeff and my bro, little brother Brian loved to see pull up the driveway because he was funny. He'd come up, the he'd hold his arm halfway out the window putting up that old driveway of ours. One day we was at the cow pasture and I looked and I seen that Toyota truck coming. He got out, leaned up against it, and he held that Bible like that. 
tears are running down his face. Talking about a man who used to be a drunk. My daddy walked up to him and said, Daddy, what are you doing with your Bible? He said, you can't read it. He said, no, but I like to hold it. He said, there's something just about holding it. <laughs> he said, there's something about holding it. Does me good. He said, but would you mind reading it to me? My daddy laid that thing on the hood and opened it wherever it opened and began to read. And I watched my grandpa weep. You say, what's wrong with that Bible, preacher? Thank God there ain't nothing to comfort you on a dark night like this Bible will. Thank God there ain't nothing to help you. Thank God when the sun don't get dark and the light don't go out at home, there ain't nothing to comfort you. Brother Scott told us in school, Scott, I've used this a lot. He said, you go in your bedroom. He said, and you pull down the shades. He said, you shut the door in your bedroom. He said, you pack towels under it where nothing, no light can get in. He said, but you go say in Jesus, Jesus, there's just something about that name. Jesus. He said, and I promise you, light may not be able to come in, but he'll find a way in there. Can I tell you something tonight? Thank God just lay down. Don't want to say much, but I fell asleep a lot of nights. And my nose looked warped up with this Bible's laid in my, on my face. You say, why, preacher? This Bible's comforting. Has a comforting effect. He's patting that letter. He's proud of that letter he's got. Not only is it a precious book, I'm going to say it's a powerful book. Everything Philemon's got is now hinging on that one little old letter that he has. Everything he's got is hinging on this letter. Philemon, here's what I think he done. I think when he got close to the house, he started doing this. Why? He wanted to make sure he got that letter first. <laughs> Philemon! Philemon! I believe he knocked on the door going. <laughs> I could preach all night. That'd be a real good way for you to answer the door next time the devil knocks on you. <laughs> Pardon me, wrong house. <laughs> you read that, you'll find out what happened to me. <laughs> I know you want to kill me, but read that first. And you'll find out what happened to me. You'll find out that I left here unprofitable, but you'll find out I've come back profitable to you. Can I tell you tonight? This blessed book that I hold in my hand still got the power to save old sinners. Hey, now listen to me. As the colored man said, it'll save them from the uttermost to the guttermost. I say amen to that. This Bible's got, still got the power when preached under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I want to tell every one of you something tonight. Let me read you this right here, okay? Listen to this. In, in Corinthians, for Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel. <laughs> there ain't nothing no better than on a Sunday morning than a man of God in a pulpit preaching under the anointing of the Holy Ghost the gospel, this blessed book. Amen. Can I tell you something? Well, let me finish reading it. 
He said, for the, for the preaching of the, of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us, I mean, he's been born again. Amen. For unto us, amen. For unto us, for unto us which are, which are saved, it is the power of God. What is the preaching of this Bible? It's the power of the Lord. Don't run away with me right here, okay? God still operates through His preach Word of God. Amen. We don't need another passion of the Christ program. The preaching of the gospel will still get the job done. Amen. If the preaching of this Bible don't get it done, I'm going home. Amen. And hanging it up. But the preaching of this book, thank God we don't need no gimmicks in a Baptist church to get them in. The preaching of the gospel will do its job when it's anointing of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Still got the power to save sinners. Still got the power to do that that it was meant to do. Preacher, why in the world was this Bible, this letter so powerful and precious? Let me tell you what I heard one man say. He said this. He said, this Bible, stay with me, is a stick of dynamite. <laughs> Get in the pulpit Sunday morning, light the fuse, and let her go. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Boy, I don't mean to be smart, but I like stories, but preach me the Bible. Tell me what this says. Tell me to me over again. Over again. Amen. When you think you've exhausted it, thank God, go back to John 3, 16. For God so loved the world. And tell me again. Amen. If you ain't got nothing to do next Sunday morning, thank God, go back to John 3, 16. And tell me again. Amen. Tell me the old, old story over and over and over. Amen. Thank God for the preaching of the gospel. I mean, you got born again through the preaching of the gospel. That is how you got born again, by the way. Listen, listen. Thank God if it wasn't for the preaching of this book and the anointing of the Holy Ghost, you'd still be sitting in darkness. But we've seen a great light. Amen. The light one day come shining in. Thank God I'm a sinner bound for hell. But he lets the light of the gospel shine in. Amen. Thank God. Amen. Amen. And you tell me I'm going to throw it around? No. I think I'll nuss it like my papa did and say I love it. It's what saved me. The preaching of this is what saved me. Now let me say something. What made it precious? Was what it said? How about who the author was? That's what made it powerful. <laughs> if it come from you, it wouldn't meant much. Because Fleeman don't know you. <laughs> what a man for a man to run into. <laughs> and you think this Bible's accident. <laughs> I believe God was tracing out his tracks, leading him right to the man. <laughs> That's what he was doing to me anyway. I'll tell you why it was powerful. Because the author was Paul, his letter. But I want to give you who the author of mine is. <laughs> this ain't this ain't Bible. This is not King James. 
He's the translator. And I'm not going to get too excited over the translator. I, <laughs> boy, I got I to hit a stump. Because we shout more over the translator than we do the author. Amen. While you're shouting over the translator, I think I'll shout over the author of this book. Amen. <laughs> I ain't never seen King James, but I have met Jesus. <laughs> I've never seen the translator of it, but I have met the author. I could take a Tuesday night running fit. Amen. You say, why? I didn't go looking for him, but the author this one day come looking for me. He come tracing my tracks out. Amen. And birthed me in the family of God. What makes this book so powerful? Who the author is. I think I'll get hung up on the author. And not the uh, translator. Let me tell you. No, I ain't telling you. I'll leave you to guess what I'm carrying. <laughs> if you ain't got it figured out by now. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you say, why, preacher? We're hung up on the translator. I'm going to tell you all a little secret, okay? Today, Brother Steve... I was getting hay out of the field. No, you don't think I don't think I'm too big for that, but come and see. I was getting hay out of the field today on a bobcat. <laughs> Y'all thought I was square bailing. <laughs> too fat for that. <laughs> I was getting square, I was getting round bells out of the field today on a bobcat. And guess what the author of this book done? <laughs> he said, slide over. <laughs> I want to get in that bobcat with you. The author of this book? Uh huh. <laughs> Have you ever gone down the road and the author of this book says, slide over? <laughs> How many loves your Bible? Amen. Appreciate God's word. Appreciate yours.